attention, Smart shoppers. We have a Halloween holiday special on Sawyer Brand Prime Rib and Rump Roast. Head on over to the deli counter to see the savings. Remember, this week only, buy four cans of Blair Brand Pea Soup for $5 and Kayafa Brand Razors, all varieties, 20% off. So, boss, do you think the kids will like these? Rule one of candy shopping, intern, always buy for yourself. Not only do you feel satisfied in giving out candy that you, as a trick-or-treater, would enjoy, the diminishing amount of kids coming by for candy means it's quite likely there'll be a surplus at the end of the night. Meaning, you have to eat the damn stuff all the way to Christmas. Might as well be something you enjoy. Ah, that's a good point. Well, that's why you're the intern. Someday, you might just graduate up to having a name. I have a name. And supposedly, young Gus has an unspecified growth on his backside, and I don't want to know what that is either. Oh, is Gus going to be at the party? Nah, Gus got his fill of the Union Halloween party back when people still burned witches at the stake. He's not that big into Halloween. That's kind of bizarre. That a grave digger would not be into Halloween? Yes. Let us be thankful we live in such a wonderful world, oh so bizarre and confounding. Excuse me. Yes? Are you Mr. Strange Jason? I'm known by many names. How can I help you? Well, I've been hired to narrate an episode of something called Six Foot Plus. Is that right? Shouldn't it be six feet? Oh no, it's Six Foot Plus. Uh, don't worry. You'll get used to things not being quite so right in no time. Ain't that the truth? Who is this voice? Where is it coming from? I found the contact info for the union that supplies Nate with his narrator over at Psychobilly Garden Party. I figured for this episode slash audio play, I'd spruce things up a bit. Aren't you already the narrator of Six Foot Plus? Couldn't you just do it? And maybe put your voice through an effect or something, like you're doing with me right now? It'll save us some money. Don't break the fourth wall in the first scene, intern. I believe that's rule number one of successful audio drama. Not really sure. I'll have to ask Nate when he comes over. Hey, we have a lot of guests coming. Uh, well, I can get a, a time to... um, oh. <clears throat> well then, can you clarify for me? Am I working or do I have to go home? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, the job's yours. Um, did you get a copy of the script? Oh, it's right here. Oh, okay. Um, good. Well, then, take it away. While you're doing that, the intern and I will, you know, go purchase this candy, check out, and make it back to Union Hall. Oy, there's a lot of work to do. All right, intern, grab that candy. Let's go. GDL 16 Productions presents The Six Foot Plus 2012 Halloween Special From Gravediggers Local 16 Atomic Mystery Monster Bernie Freak Show Dr. Gangry Monster Matt Patterson Igor Weird John Strange Jason and the GDL 16 Intern Featuring very special guests Sarah and David of High Fructose Zombies Dr. Brandy's Sexy Voice and Evil Dave of the Inside Outcast Miguel Rodriguez, Beth Accomando, and Rainy Tatishi of Monster Island Resort. Nate, Undead Elvis, Sherlock Fox, and Teabag, all from the Psycho Billy Garden Party. 
and a cameo appearance by Tomb Dragomir. Featuring music by the Jimmy Psycho Experiment. All this plus much more. The Six Foot Plus 2012 Halloween Special.
Strange Jason assesses the supplies for tonight's party. Well, that's about all the essentials we're going to need for the night. Drinks for the adults, candy for the kids, catering will be here with the food in a little bit, and so will the DJ. Uh, Just need to set up a few decorations and some party games, and that'll be it. Hi, boss. So what's the theme of this party? It's a Halloween party. Orange and black. The same decorations the local has had since the late 80s. Maybe the fog machine, if we can figure out how to make it spew fog and not billow out black death. That's it? What about the town Halloween legend? What town Halloween legend? There is no Halloween legend for Lethbridge. What? That can't be right. This town has a spooky legend for just about every month. Why, there's the evergreen banshee who appears around St. Patrick's Day, Parson Wright and his favorite knife for April, the black beast of Edgar's Bluff comes out during the summer, the scorned white-haired woman is around Valentine's, the Frost children are seen playing their wicked game every winter. Why, even you and Gus spoke about Professor Luquet and her assistants and how they haunt the university. That's not a legend. Professor Luquet is, was real. And there isn't a Halloween legend here? Nothing? From listening to you, seems like this town has enough ghosts, monsters, legends, and crazies to go around. Halloween might be a well-needed night off for the supernatural. What a ripoff! The scariest night of the year and there's no headless murderer or flying dog bat to scare all the people? You know what? I'm gonna fix that. How? What are you gonna do? Invent a legend? Oh, you just wait and see. What I better see is this hall decorated by the time I get back. 
Go get the decorations out of the supply room up on the top floor. I'm going to double check on the DJ to make sure that we have the entertainment all squared away for tonight. And while I do that, let's have some music.
garden of delights. Come on, teabag. I tell you, having a laboratory assistant with enlarged testicles can be a real disadvantage sometimes. You're so slow wandering around with that pair of John Wayne's hairy saddlebags. Yes, master. I'm here now, master. Come on, teabag. Have you shut down all the experiments in the evil laboratory? Yes, master. Where are we going, master? We're off to Lethbridge. Strange Jason's invited us over there for a big party. Is that because you produce the Psychobilly Garden Party Show over at RadioBillyFM.com, which can also be found on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Psychobilly Garden Party? No, it's because he says it's free all weekend and the party goes on all night. But it was a good guess, T-Bag. Where's Undead Elvis? Yes, sir. Hello, Elvis. I could turn into a good steak. Are you ready to go? Why have you got two different coloured suitcases? And what do you think's prettier, red or blue? Um, the blue. Come on, get ready. What about the American Embassy? I told you, Elvis, you don't need a passport because you're already dead. You'll be fine. Hello there. Hey, Sherlock Fox. What is the world's only fox detective doing here? I managed to get myself invited too, Mr. Bunty. I'm coming. Oh, really? You uh, anticipate something mysterious happening? A case, perhaps? Oh, no, Mr. Bunty, sir. I just heard it was a free bar. Okay, come on. All right, man, let's go. Back at Union Hall, while the intern has gone up to the supply room to find the Halloween decorations, Strange Jason has received the entertainment for the party. So, I have to ask, are you dead or just really tired? <laughs> fine, fine. I've looked over the playlist you've supplied, and it's good, but I... If I hear any Mannheim steamroller, I'm going to bury you out back, and then we'll see for certain if you're dead or alive. So hey, boss. Intern, what are you doing here? Where are the decorations? Well, can you help me get into the room? The door seems stuck. How so? Just come on up and see. And so they go to the door in a remote corner of the front office of Gravedigger's Local 16. Strange Jason peers into the lock and sees that something's wrong. Oh, wow. I, I now see the benefit of having one of these around. Good job. Why, thank you. Hmm. Something's jammed in the lock. What's that you're using? A skeleton key? Better. Skeleton knife. Huh, there. That seems to have done it. Oh, what was the problem? Someone jammed a wad of paper through the old keyhole. Uh, I told Gus we needed to replace the lock on this door years ago. It probably hasn't registered the lapse in time yet. It's not just a wad of paper. Look, there's some writing on it. It is coming. Wow, that's mighty foreboding. We don't know what it means, and we don't know how old it is, and what is it written in? Cram? It might be. <gasps> Could it be a, a Halloween legend? No. Wait a minute. Did you shove this in here? No, it wasn't me. Honest. It was the Halloween legend. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's what it was. Now calm down. It's a warning of a threat. It is coming. It must be human. Monsters don't leave notes unless they're in blood, and this isn't blood. Intern. Uh, if it's going to arrive at tonight, it must be at midnight, because what monster arrives no, at like 9.30? Midnight, like a phantom, a horrible phantom. Intern. The horrible Halloween phantom. Intern. 
uh, yeah? You're speaking in stupid and I can't understand you. Look, there's nothing coming tonight. Stop your imagination and go get that box over there. Uh, the one with Halloween written on it? Yes, right next to the one that's labeled Obvious Answer. Uh, okay. What do we keep in this room anyway? Spare shovels? Extra coffee makers? And useless interns with overactive imaginations if you don't watch it. Now, get started on decorating while I go see who just pulled into the driveway. I want at least the streamers up before this next bit of music is finished. Understand? Good.
was no car pulling up. It sounded like a backhoe. While the intern decorates Union Hall for the party, Strange Jason has gone out to the front to see who has arrived. Why, Bernie Freak Show. Good to see ya. You're early. <laughs> How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Ah, that's good. How's the family? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Poinsettia. She, uh, yeah. She's okay. Said she would dress up as a historically accurate uh, Lizzie Borden if she wasn't allowed to go up with her friends by herself this year. Well, there's, there's evidence that says Lizzie didn't do it, Bernie. Didn't want to take the risk, you know. <laughs> ah, good call. What about Loretta and Humphrey? Ah, uh, you should see him. We got him dressed up as a dinosaur. He's having fun, stomping around, roaring at people. Can't really get him to take the thing off. Well, I was in the neighborhood and figured I'd stop by and say hi, just in case the little guy gets too tired for us to come by later tonight. Eh, sounds like a plan. It's gonna be a eh, it's kind of a small shindig. It should be fun though. I don't know what the turnout will be. Yeah, no Gus still. <laughs> I think he's going to scare trick-or-treaters who come by his door by showing them the growth on his back. Well, I just wanted to stop by. Got just, just got done doing some work digging for the electric company. Who do you have coming by for this party tonight? I sent out invitations to a lot of folk, though I'm not really expecting many. <laughs> hey, hey. Most of the town people who'll stop by, but I've got a few friends from other podcasts showing up. In fact, Miguel and his gang from Monster Island Resort were supposed to be here by now. wonder where they are. Funny he should mention that. Didn't we make that turn an hour ago, Miguel? I don't know. Probably. All these roads come up as unnamed on the GPS. And Jason's directions are completely worthless. Where the hell does your friend live anyway? I feel like we're driving through Sherwood Forest. Oh, we're in Leithbridge. I've never been here before, but I did hear that it was kind of out in the boonies. I actually think it's pretty cool. I just wish we could see the road better. Are your headlights on? Yeah, my car's just falling apart. And I think they got dim really fast, and I just got them replaced. Should you try calling again? I will in a bit. If he sees all the calls I've made so far, he'll, he'll think I'm needy. What are you guys, dating? Oh, can it, Raimi. Hey, Beth, can you uh, read me what it said to do after Irving Circle again? Isn't that a ways back? I thought so, but uh, I might have been wrong. It says to drive straight for a while until you see the Scarecrow, then turn right at the fork. I don't remember any Scarecrow. What kind of direction is that? What if it's not there anymore? Maybe it's a statue of a Scarecrow. Ah! What the hell was ah! that? A raven? It's pretty loud. Let me know if you guys see a gas station sign. We need to just ask for directions. What's this guy's name again? Strange Jason. That explains the directions. He does the music segments for my Monster Island Resort podcast. Damn, I need to listen to your last episodes. They're right on monsterislandresort.org or on iTunes. I knew that. Is this Halloween party at his house? I don't think so. Where do the directions say this is, Beth? Hmm, the Gravedigger's Local 16 Union Hall. Oh, right. I think we should have just stayed home and watched Gamera movies. Oh, shit. You're going to have to pull over. I'm trying. <laughs> Perfect. I better check this out. I'll help. I can't see anything. Does your cell phone have a flashlight? Yeah. Is this better? Thanks. What the hell? What is it? There's something stuck in the wheel. 
Jeez, it's like a railroad spike. Seriously? What's going on? There's a railroad spike in the tire. It's something like a railroad spike. It says something on it. It is coming. Let me see. Hold on. I'm still trying to get it free. <sighs> Here. This is crazy. Can you get the spare now? Yeah. Uh, guys? What? I don't think we can use this. The spare was slashed? Not just that. The slashing spell out words. Yeah. It, it is coming. Yeah. So he said that the, the phantom shows up at midnight. Something about a bloody left hand, or maybe it was on fire, or it's a bloody hand on fire, or a hand on fire that could only be put out by blood. Couldn't really tell from the note. His handwriting is terrible. Well, it's hard to have good penmanship when you're an idiot. I gotta go back to the shed to grab the tub for bobbing for apples, or pumpkins, or eggs, or whatever we can find. I'll walk you to your car, uh, backhoe. <laughs> oh, oh man, did I get a ticket? What? How could you? It's a private lot. And that's a giant piece of machinery. Huh, what do you think this means? It is coming. Hmm, that's bizarre. The intern and I just found one up in the supply room. See? What do you think these things are? Part of some viral marketing catering only to the weirdos that hang around a gravedigger's union hall? Eh, might be the horrible Halloween phantom of the graveyard. Uh, don't listen to the intern. He's just upset that Halloween doesn't have a Santa Claus. Here, let me take that. I have a feeling I'm going to get to the bottom of this, even if I don't want to. <laughs> well, I gotta get going. I need to pick up some dinner before the kids start coming by for candy. You take it easy, man. Yeah, get home safe, Bernie. I'll catch up with you later. Two notes. Awesome. One note is a joke. Two notes are trouble. Mm, I got a phone call I have to make. As Strange Jason returns to Union Hall, music is heard. Music like this.
Right, everybody, into the time machine. Teabag, make the time machine go just in space and do not make us turn up in prehistoric Earth or something like that. No, hang on for a second. Set us to arrive five minutes before we just left. Yes, master. But master, aren't we going to leave, bridge? Yes, teabag, but wait a sec, hang on. Hey, hey, Nate. Nate, I'm talking to you over there. Me, over there, I mean. Yeah, what? Remember to bring the present for Jason when you leave and put it in the back of the time machine. All right. Why didn't you just go over there and get it yourself, Master? It's heavy. This way I don't remember how heavy and uncomfortable it was to carry it here. Oh, I see, Master. This, of course, makes no sense whatsoever. Oh yeah, this is my jam, dog. Hey, do you want another drink? Okay, let me toss you one. You watching? Here it comes. Despite not making the Union softball team this year, the intern's pitch connects oh. with the DJ's head. That was a glass bottle, not a plastic one. And... Are you okay? Intern? Uh-oh. Intern, did you kill the DJ? Now, let's be fair. Uh, he was probably dead in the first place. And now he's electrocuted. If he rises up in time for the party, his brain is going to be so fried he'll probably play nothing but ELO all night long. Great. Well, what are we going to do? You're going to put this guy in one of the empty graves out back. I don't know, hang an occupied sign on it. I'm going to go downstairs and flip the breaker on this circuit and hope the DJ equipment isn't completely ruined. I don't know, maybe the agency can supply another person in time. If not, maybe I can talk Glenn the Sasquatch back into it. He was a big DJ over in Europe. Alright, I'm headed down to the basement. Daddy-o, I don't want to go down to the basement. There's something down there. Wait. There is something down here. What's going on? I see medical equipment, stereo equipment, and equipment I can't tell what for, but damn if it's not glowing. Don't touch that! You might lose a finger or grow another one. Hey! It's legendary horror host, the Music City Madman, Dr. Gangreen, of both drgangreen.com and evilamp.com. What are you doing down here, Doc? You did get your invitation to the party tonight, right? That I did. In fact, I've been working on a special creation for tonight's event, since it's probably the last time we ever do a radio play like this. A uh, special creation? That's right. As you know, I host the Metal Morgue on Six Foot Plus where I dissect the connection between horror movies and rock and roll, with interviews from all types of creeps and rockers. Mm -hmm. What I haven't said is that it allows me unfettered access that I need to all the horror rock people and their body parts. And I have created this. Oh my, Ackerman, what is that? Allow me to introduce you to the ultimate metal monster. I've traveled across the globe 
or, well, to different parts of Nashville anyway, to gather the parts I needed to put together the greatest rock and roll horror performer this side of the 70s. Once I put the final piece in place, my creation will be complete and it will totally rock the hell out of everyone at tonight's party. Wow, Doc, that's actually really incredibly cool of you. So, so what did you do? Did you like chop off parts of people when they weren't looking? Oh no, I've learned my lesson the last time. No, while interviewing all these horror stars and rock legends, I just took a shot at them with my handy pocket cloning device. Since I'm only taking parts, it really doesn't need to be any bigger than your average cell phone. Take a look, I call it the iClone. iClone? Yeah, it's just the iClone 4. I wanted to upgrade to the new version, but I'm not waiting an hour for parts I want. Screw that! Huh. Remind me to talk to you afterwards about clones. I've got an issue with one. So, uh, what exactly is this creature? Well, first I got the body of Peter Steele from Typo Negative. That was easy to dig up. I added the hands of Fast Eddie Clark, the blood of Alice Cooper, Let's see, uh, I got the heart of Ozzy Osbourne and a backup from Bill of Impaler. Thought two hearts would be better than one. Hair was donated by D. Snyder in his house of hair. Let's see here, uh, the lungs of Rob Halford, the liver of James Hetfield. Really? From Metallica? Now this is James before the Black Album. Time travel. Gotta love it. On top of all this, he has four sets of vocal cords, ranging from the lowest growl to the highest King Diamond note. Marinated in the sweat of Rob Zombie, and there we go. Oh, cool. Thank you. It's just one more thing to add, and here it is. Oh, no way. It, is that what I think it is? Yes, it is. It's, no, it's the mole from Lemmy of Motorhead. How did you get that? See, this is the actual mole, not a clone. When I heard that rumor a few years ago that Lemmy was going to remove this signature facial feature, perhaps to sell it on eBay, I knew that it was too powerful to fall into the hands of someone who didn't know the power it held within. So, after Motorhead played in Nashville, I followed the band as they nearly drank all the whiskey in Tennessee. While Lemmy was sleeping, I crept into the band room and cut off the mole for myself. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Then why does he still have one on his face? I thought... Well, that's Lemmy. After I removed this one here, a second one immediately grew on his face. I think, really, Lemmy is immortal. Oh, okay, so now what? No electricity can power my creation. I need the ultimate source of metal itself. And with the mole of Lemmy of Motorhead, I'll bring my creation to life! <laughs> it's now time to open this container and complete my design. Doc, what's going on? My my hair is growing and I'm suddenly wearing a Slayer t-shirt. It's the power of metal. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Doc, uh, are you okay? Should we? Uh, I can't. It, it looks like, yes, it's alive. The metal, it's alive. your metal monster looks like he's on the wall and part of him is up oh, there on the ceiling ew 
Gross. Yeah, I thought he could handle it, but I should have known. No one can handle the power of Lemmy but Lemmy himself. Oh, that sucks. Well, at least you got to blow something up. And hey, look, you still have Lemmy's mole. Yeah. Well, though your metal monster didn't work out, if you want, we can haul this equipment upstairs and you can take over as DJ of the party. Uh, the guy I hired didn't really work out. Too much into Electro, if you catch my drift. Ah, uh, really? Huh, that'd be cool. And I'm sure I can rustle up some go-go dancers to join you on stage. Hell, I'm sure some of our guests would kill to go home with a piece of Peter Steele. It's gonna be that kind of party, is it? <laughs> Braid so, Doc. Glad you can make it. Uh, well, I gotta flip the circuit breaker upstairs. I uh, almost forgot. Better get back up there, too. Just to make sure nothing else has gone wrong. Hey, you got any requests for music? Uh, Ace of Spades? Yeah, sure thing. Happy Halloween, Dr. Gabriel. You got a 
Strange Jason has returned to Union Hall and has made a phone call to fellow Gravediggers Local 16 founder, Weird John. So what do you think, Weird John? The first note was jammed into the lock, and the second one was on Bernie's windshield. Have you or Atomic Mystery Monster ever heard about something like this? It doesn't make any sense. I haven't heard anything about something that might be happening. You have the foremost knowledge about creeps, monsters, and legends. Is there anything in this town's history that might be this oncoming threat? I can't think of anything at the moment. Maybe it's a carryover of the August werewolf outbreak? I don't know. Have you opened up any of the old tombs at Quietside? Oh no, not since last year's debacle. What does, uh, what does Atomic Mystery Monster think? Hang on, let me put this on speakerphone. I was gonna guess it's one of Ed Orman's schemes, but he doesn't get people transported. Oh man, he's out of the country right now. Well, that's about it. Sorry we can't help you. Where are you guys going again? The Haddonfield Halloween Hayride. It's the best haunted attraction in the Tri-State area. We scored VIP tickets. We even get a free bloody knife at the end of the night. Real blood! Sounds fun. I'll talk to you guys after the party if nothing bad happens. Alright, good luck. You too. Take it easy. Oh, nothing. Did you ask him about the Phantom? There is no Phantom. Are you sure? Look here what I found while going through some very dusty, very authentic documents. Here. <sighs> Beware thee who beeth neareth the quiet sideth cemetery on thy wicked night, for thy horrible fate falls upon the phantom. This would be more convincing if it wasn't written on the back of a faded four-year-old Chinese restaurant menu. Oh, you never know. It might be a haunted Chinese restaurant. Speaking of food, catering should be arriving any minute now. Who did you order through again? Oh, I found this great service online. Killer Catering by Tom B. See, two Ks, like Killer Clowns. The menu was great, all Halloween and with spooky titles for all the food, really cheap too. Why do I have a bad feeling about this? Well, I'm just driving in my catering van, my catering van, my catering van. Where the hell is this place, anyway? This map is like a hundred years old. These lady fingers are gonna get cold. Now let's see what's on the radio. Spooky things up on this radio. We are Boonie 96, the only radio station in town. You're gonna listen to what we play, but we got lots of little spooks coming out. Isn't that right, Bingo the Bear? Okay, so we're gonna do a little more acid and play a song. We'll get back to you guys. We'll be right back after this Halloween spooky song. Stay tuned on Boonie 96, your station out here in the sticks. We're gonna give away some melons when we come back. I was working in the lab late one night. My eyes beheld and ears. Oh my god. Is that really what passes for radio these days? Terrible, terrible. Oh, I think I see the place. Yeah, there it is. Alright, pull over here. I guess I gotta go let them know I'm here. That crap, Flane. 
Here, hello. Hey, it's Tomb Dragomir. Strange Jason, I didn't know this was your place. Yeah, maybe that's for a good thing. Tomb, you're a horror podcast legend, having done Rue Morgue Radio. You now run Tomb TV, your all horror video blog over at youtube.com slash Tomb Dragomir. That's T-O-M-B-D-R-A. G-O-M-I-R. What, if I can ask, are you doing running a catering service? Well, it's the age-old story, really. A comedy goes in the toilet, big-time radio star loses his job, has to start a catering business, moves under a rock, lives under said rock, needs to renovate said rock, needs some money. So I gotta keep things going, you know? Gotta keep things moving. You know, the old saying, idle hands and the devil's playthings are... Idle hands are the devil's playthings. <laughs> well, clearly you haven't seen my playthings. <laughs> oh, looks like you're throwing a party. Uh, I did fill your order. Great choices here. Check this out. Oh I'll my say, god. If you want to double check the list, make sure everything's here, I think you'll find it quite delicious. Wait, wait, wait am I reading this right? Swamp sludge punch, human finger sandwiches, pulled intestines. Are, are these cutesy names for food? Hmm, who do you think I am? Monster Matt Patterson? Which, who if I was, I'd probably be all, hey, did you know the Cyclops is a good defenseman because he keeps his eye on the puck? Or I'd all be like, hey, Jason Verdes loves taking a penalty for slashing. <laughs> but the Candyman, he gets called for hooking. <laughs> no, when Tomb cooks your meal, you get the real motherfucking deal. Uh, well, it's too late to change anything. Is any of this edible? Everything's edible if you're hungry enough, but I always do include a few pizzas and squirrel sandies, you know, just in case of picky clientele. This isn't my first catering gig, you know. Yeah, seems you've done a lot of work for the Donner Party. What about those pizzas? Uh, what's the horrible topping you've put on them? Black olives and anchovies. Mmm, anchovies. Oh god, I'm gonna be sick. Well, Tomb, I might not like the food, but I do love that you've at least given us a choice of the lesser of two evils. Well, that looks to me like another satisfied customer. So, how much do I owe you? Oh, no, 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 no. Your intern there, he paid for everything in advance. Yes, I'll come to collect for that eventually. <laughs> Why don't you just play Keeping Halloween Alive by Alice Cooper and we'll call it even for now. I think I can live with that arrangement. Well, hey, if you're not busy, you're welcome to come in and hang out and have fun at the party. Maybe you can schmooze and meet some new people. Yeah, sure. Shit, man, why not? I'm always in the market for a few new ingredients. Uh, ingredients? I mean, clients. Clients. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, don't know where my head is at. I took a bunch of Tylenol PM right before I got in the car. Yeah, okay. Well, come on in, Tomb. Oh, hey, Dr. Gangrene, new lab coat. Looking good, guy, looking good. Oh, yeah. I'll keep my jack-o'-lantern light on for everyone tonight. 
nice of them to spring for a cab. And a carriage. Too bad they didn't also spring for airfare. We had to sell a kidney to get here. Oh, good thing the kidney wasn't ours. Mm, nice carriage, though. Romantic. Lithbridge, at dusk is something else. Look how the purple light plays through the bare and gnarly branches of the old cherry trees. Were we in Japan, those same trees would be shedding blossoms right now to the song of cicadas, my little samurai. Wow! Look at that mansion on the hill. Do you think that's the Union Hall? So that's where all the Union dues go. Oh, the carriage is stopping. Looks like we have arrived, darling. It's huge and dark and about as inviting as Ted Nugent at a vegan convention. I love it! Night slowly falls upon the haunted town of Lethbridge. The corners of this world grow darker as the light flees from sight, leaving only shadows in the absence of this sun's protective eye. Uh, a bit flowery there, don't you think? A little embellishment is good every now and then. Yeah, well, going forward, keep the keats to a minimum. Thank you. Hmm. Well, the decorations are up. Tomb's food is out, for better or for worse. We have a few games in the corners over there. Bobbing for apples, pumpkins, eggs, and those green things. I really don't know what they are. Looks like we have a party. Intern. Yes? Why are you dressed as a cross between the Crimson Executioner and what I figure is Mark Paul Gossier? I'm the horrible Halloween Phantom of the Graveyard. Of course you are. Why is your hand covered in red paint? That's my horrible bloody hand, which is constantly covered in blood and can only be killed by fire. So you're the legend of Halloween? Oh no, I'm just a tribute. The real Phantom will arrive tonight at midnight. Well, that's what I think from all the notes we found. How many notes have we found so far? Counting the ones that Mr. Toon pulled out of his punch, and those we found pinned to the apples, and the giant message written in mud on the side of your what car. What about my car? I'd say about 23. Oh, do you think that's how many victims he needs to kill each night in order to fulfill his blood rage? His blood rage will have to wait in line after I end up dismembering whoever is doing this. Look, go take off that silly outfit and go wash up. People are going to wonder where that hand has been. Well, uh, well I'll remove the silver cape, but I'm keeping the mask. Oh, fine. So who's here anyway? Madam Lady Ulster and her two siblings are here. They're the ones that are chatting up with Tomb at the moment. And, uh, oh, Stephen Bernot and his kids, uh, they're the ones having fun with my clone, D. Jason. <laughs> He's the one dressed as a chicken in the orange and black dunking booth. Ah, okay. Hmm. Well, Evil Dave and Dr. Brandy from the Inside Outcast should have been, you know, hmm. Well, Evil Dave and Dr. Brandy from the Inside Outcast should be arriving soon. In fact, I think that's them off in the distance in the horse and buggy. Huh. I also got a text from Nate of the Psychobilly Garden Party. Uh, he said he'll be here after he checks into his hotel room, which should be any moment now. Funny he should mention that. Teabag, don't you think you should have maybe parked the time machine a little bit more discreetly? Sorry, master. Hey man, what's that, like, big thing you just came out of? I've never seen anything like that before. Um, well, it's the new Apple device, the iCrapper. It's a designer toilet. Oh, cool. Come on, lads. The hotel's over here. 
Mr. Bunty, there is something mysterious over yonder. No, there isn't, Sherlock. That's just a bar. You just want to get started early, don't you? Bar, foil. Mmm, it's a nice place. Three cans of Monster and Espresso. Result. Hello there. Um, I'm Nate from the Psychobilly Garden Party on RadioBillyFM.com. Four rooms, please. Why, yes, sir. May I <coughs> suggest that your dog over there with the enlarged testicles should perhaps have a twin room for his enjoyment and convenience? Why do people think I'm a dog? Here's your key, sir. Have a nice day. Right, lads. Up to the rooms for a freshen up, and then we're ready to party. Mr. Bunty, I just found a note pushed into my jacket pocket in the foyer. It says simply, it's coming. And on the back it says, at midnight. You know what? I don't care, Sherlock. Every week on our show, I have to solve some mystery or something. I'm on my holidays. Jason will have to take care of it this time. All right, man, let's go. You said it, Elvis. Meanwhile, on the road with the gang from Monster Island Resort. Still in the reception. Damn, I can't believe I'm living an overused horror trope on Halloween. Want to sing some more? No. No. Yeah, that was pretty scary. Yup. I still think we should have stayed in the car. Well, we'll turn around and go back in just a minute. I just thought that we passed some houses just a mile back. Isn't this supposed to be a college town? All I see are trees. I don't see much of anything. Damn, I can't believe I forgot my glasses. I can. Shut it. <laughs> Christ, what is that? Guys, I think we should head back to the car and take our chances there. Are the woods freaking you out? No, the flashlight on my phone is killing the battery. It's not going to last much longer. Okay, yeah. Good idea. We should have stayed with the car to begin with. <laughs> what the hell? Now what? Look ahead. Is that a fork in the road? That's weird. I don't remember there being any other branch off this road. Well, it is really dark. So, which way do we take? I... I don't know. Raimi? I don't know, but we better pick away soon. What is it? How the hell should I know? Keep running. I do wonder where are Miguel and his friends? I hope you followed my directions and didn't end up in Leithbridge. I mean, we're in Lethbridge. And Leithbridge, that is no place to be on Halloween night. It's almost as bad as... Cool morning maniacs! <laughs> Monster Matt Patterson. Well, yeah, eh, good to see you. You, you made yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, thanks for having me. Um... Gee, it's a really swell place you got here. I Had I known you could set up like this just by digging graves, I I might get out of the comedy business. I, I don't know that what you do is qualified as comedy. <laughs> I also see you brought Igor. My real name is Gregory, but my last name is Igor Inovinovich. You know, Irish-like. Uh, Igor is easier to say. Thank you for inviting us, Strange Jason. <laughs> Never mind about him. 
I might give Igor out to the next trick-or-treaters. A trick for them, but a treat for me. <laughs> Say, where's the snacks? Dealing with that little pest is making me hungry. Oh, well, Tomb Dragomir did catering. I'm not entirely sure it's edible, but uh, it might match your brand of humor. Oh, the food is... Just like my jokes, the epitome of rich taste, right? Or they make you sick to your stomach. <laughs> Igor, go, go soak your head, or I'll, I'll turn you into a pinata. Now on to the snacks. <laughs> now that you mention it, a snack sounds really good right now. Hey, hey, you, you busy? No? Okay. Uh, watch the door, will you? All right. Let's go get something to eat. Look at the size of those knockers. A young Frankenstein joke, really. Besides mine are better. Inside Outcast podcast, I presume. Um, yes. From geekplanetonline.com? That's us. Please do describe your show for the benefit of the master of the house. Okay. We claim to be the podcast where geek meets goth. For 50 shows a year, we discuss a main topic we usually pick at random, sometimes at the request of a listener. And sometimes we take on a special guest or two. Or provide commentary to movies such as the Marvel superhero films. We also feature a dark track of the week pulled from the dark underground, anything from post-punk to industrial metal. And we even have occasional music podcasts where we play up to 10 songs. With some discussion of the type of music, the musical artists, and the songs themselves. But in short, we're a podcast that covers pop culture from a geeky and gothy perspective, focusing on the moments the worlds of the geek and the goth collide. Television, films, comic books, sports, science, history, philosophy, religion, the occult, we talk about almost everything. And we're not the only podcast on geekplanetonline.com. That's right. There's film podcasts such as The Black Dog and Cinematic Dramatic. Horror and cult podcasts like Hypnobobs and It's Mike and Ike's All-Star Summer Jamboree. Television podcasts, including The Babylon Project, Shake and Blake, and The Borg Cast. Then random shows such as Tangential Deviation, Irish Pubcast, and A Disappointment. And Geek Planet Online doesn't have just podcasts. There's articles, reviews, and comic strips, too. Very well. The master will be more than simply satisfied. Please to come in. There are refreshments in the dining area and dancing in the hall. Our resident DJ is dropping mad beats like they are hot, yo. Please to raise the roof in his presence. Well, what do you know? This food isn't half bad. Good job, Tomb. Uh, thanks for watching the door, guy. Remind me to find out your name before the party's over. Hmm. Looking out now, it's getting dark enough for trick-or-treaters to be popping by. In the meantime, how about some music?
try something, turn your lights out. Yes, all of them. Lights out, everybody. Now then, sit down in a chair and turn your back to the loudspeaker. Yes, turn your back. Now sit quietly, very quietly. The room very quiet. Now whatever I say, don't turn around. Remember that. Don't turn around. Do you hear that? Now don't turn around. Something is coming up behind you. No, no, don't turn around. It's coming closer and closer and closer. It's something. Oh no. Dead. It's been dead so very long. Oh, don't turn around. Closer. To continue on our challenge in horror. Some party, eh? Some DJ too. He's playing Virus Mensch by Moontoke, a popular enough band in Deutschland, but kind of obscure around these parts. Ooh, I'll take one of those. Want one, hun? If I'm not mistaken, that's Absent. I sure hope so. The Green Fairy. Yep. With Wormwood. That's the one. Just don't say I didn't warn you when you're tripping balls later. Dave, it's not that strong of a hallucinogen. I'll be fine. Hey, look what it says on the napkin. It comes at midnight. Ha! Lucky it. Randy, I wonder what that means. Maybe a contest, like a giveaway or something? Maybe a special guest will make an appearance. Who knows? Well then, I'll keep my eye on the clock. Looks like everyone is having fun. The party's turning out to be a big hit. Oh, good. I'll, I have to admit, I wasn't thrilled when I found out that it was my turn to throw this party. It's a lot of work, and something usually goes wrong. And with those notes popping up, I was worried something was going to appear and kill us oh, all. Oh, the horrible Halloween phantom won't kill all of us. Just most of us. There always has to be a couple survivors to spread the tale of his unbridled fury. Seriously, intern, did you wake up with the brain rabies today? What's this nonsense about this phantom? I, I really think you just made it up after watching Bloody Pit of Horror while drinking expired Mountain Dew. It wasn't expired. It at least had two days to go. Uh, okay, well, look, I, I'm sorry I've been such a grump to you tonight. I've just, I've been stressed out. I figure now, manning the door for any trick-or-treaters will help me, you know, chill out. That sounds like a good idea. In fact, I think I see some coming right now. Hello! And who are you and what are you dressed up as? This is our ghoul, Jen, and I'm dressed up as a ghoul, of course. A ghoul with junk in the trunk. Our ghoul Jen! I didn't recognize you. How nice it is to see you and what junk you have in that trunk. Have some candy and a special bright red drip necklace from Von Erickson Laboratories, maker of the original Black Stitch Choker and many more products. You can find them online at Von Erickson Lab, V-O-N 
E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N-L-A-B.com. Except no fake knockoffs. That's definitely not the real spirit of Halloween. That's right. Well, I think I know who you are, but tell me, just in case. Uh, my name is Craig, and I'm dressed up as Jason Voorhees. Good choice. You can never go wrong with Jason. Since you've dressed up as a classic monster, I'll give you some stickers and some classic monster pins from VoodooPin.com. Just because you're an unstoppable killing machine doesn't mean you can't look killer as well. Head on over to VoodooPin.com and VoodooSugar.com to get your fill. Hey, boss! Look who's coming up! Is that who I think it is? I don't know who that is. Who is it? Incredible! Look! This is Uncle Yaya from the Haunted Shack Theater Show. Hi, Jason. Calling here from Yano Del Rio, California. And just wanted to let you know that this year, for Halloween, I'm going to be dressing up as a Frankenstein monster. Uh, the monster that, that Dr. Frankenstein created. I'm going to be dressing up as the Frankenstein monster. Well, happy Halloween. Thank you very much. And I'm going to get back to listening to the Six Foot Plus Show. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Uncle, y- Uncle Yaya. Haunted Shack Theater is one of the most entertaining and unique podcasts out there. You're available on iTunes, but also on hauntedshacktheater.blogspot.com and over at the Garage Punk Hideout at garagepunk.com. Oh, wow. Happy Halloween. Your Halloween shows have all the great music from the past and present. Uh, uh, I don't know if you have these already, but uh, you can have either Gene and the Grave Robbers' Gruesome Twosome or Kill Baby Kills' Sometimes They Come Back EP. Or both, if you don't have either. Seriously. Uncle Yaya. Wow. He was really creepy. I know! How cool! Hey, this is Jim, and I'm going to be a ghost. Just uh, a sheep with two eyes cut in it. Simple, elegant, scary, classic. Jim! Good to see you. Even though you're under a sheet. I think that's you. I'll give you a bunch of stickers and pins and whatever CD Uncle Yaya doesn't take, and if he's taken both, I'll find a Von Erickson collar for you. Happy Halloween! Oh, hello. Happy Halloween. Who and what are you? My name is Kevin Tickle, and I'm somewhat human, but I have no skin, just blood and bones, and a tail dragging Hmm. behind me. Blood and guts and a tail. Can't really give you any pins because, well, you have nothing to pin them on and I'm not going to stick it against your muscles because that'll hurt. Uh, I can give you these silver screen spook show trading cards and some stickers. If you're ever in the Atlanta area, hit up Professor Morte's silver screen spook show where he shows all sorts of classic monster movies along with his gang of spooks and weirdos. 
Oh, why hello there. Trick or treat! Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm David. And this year for Halloween, we're giving out Snack Attack, a brand new candy bar turning people into zombies. To read more about this, read the first issue of the brand new comic book, High Fructose Zombies. When a brand new candy bar called Snack Attack starts turning people into zombies in the small, humble town of Sweet Tooth, it is up to Clea Brown and her ragtag group of friends to stop the evil Yumsy Corporation from raining down the sugar apocalypse. So eat up, little girls and boys. Happy, Happy Halloween! Well, what? Hey, thank you. I wasn't expecting to get anything today, and I'll definitely tell everyone to head on over to highfructosezombies.com. Thank you again. Yes, this is Ashley. I, I, I don't, I'm not really dressed up. I, I was bitten by a werewolf. Uh, you know, the werewolf from uh, American Werewolf in London. And it, now I am in a American werewolf in Ashley. I have hair all over my body. I don't, I, I, I feel like a gay backstreet boy. I keep shaving, but the hair keeps coming back. I don't know what to do. Now give me a wrapping candy. Seriously, I'm hungry. Give me food. Okay, I'm gonna punch you in the ball. Well, hey, Ashley. From Astley's Craptastic Horror Reviews, found online at astley.tv when your website is back up. Well, that doesn't really count as a costume, so no candy. But since you're going to be all hairy and smelly for a while, you might as well, you know, clean yourself up. Here, take this Forever Amber Fly in Amber Soap from Bubble Genius. You can find them on Etsy for all your horror soap needs. And of course, you know, if you get out of hand, someone can always shove this in your mouth. <laughs> that seems to be all the trick-or-treaters for now. Uh, I think you're right, but you better stick around if any stragglers show up. I'm going to see if there's any of that pizza left and maybe find out if anyone was brave enough to spike the punch. Uh, some music would be good too, right? Let's have it.
Time! It's almost time! Intern, calm down. You're starting to freak people out. Look, it's almost midnight. Oh, is it? Huh, how time does fly. And it seems the party is just picking up. Oh, who cares? It's time. The note said this. It is coming. Hey, who turned out the lights? Suddenly, darkness fills the Union Hall. <laughs> it's him. It's him. You failed to believe me, but I knew it. It's the horrible Halloween phantom of the graveyard. Look, a spotlight on the main stage in the hall. I don't believe it. Believe it. We have a Halloween legend. A figure approaches the stage and takes the spotlight. <laughs> what? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a legend, all right. <laughs> but it's not the one you were expecting. <laughs> Strange, Jason. You know, I don't mind singing for my supper. Oh, please, don't fact, start singing, uh, man. Igor found <sighs> some jokes that I wrote, and they went missing. And probably for good reason. <laughs> Igor! <laughs> Shush! Give me a drum roll, you maniac, you! <laughs> so this is it. <laughs> I, I, I thought, uh, mister, listen to this. There's jokes with numbers. And number 996. <laughs> oh, Igor. Uh, glittering, shimmering, a vampire series without bite. What could this snore fest be? Methinks it is twilight. <laughs> oh, oh, master. Number 997. <laughs> what do you get? by crossing a Herschel Gordon Lewis film and a Nintendo game system. The Wizard of Gore. <laughs> oh, that one was oh, painful. No, no. Oh. oh, master, number 998. Where do little morticians learn their ABCs and one, two, threes? Grave school! <laughs> oh, 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 make it stop. Mister, uh, it's number 999. That's Satan <laughs> upside down. What motorhead song do grave diggers like? The Ace of Spades. <laughs> yeah, try and shovel that all in, won't you? <laughs> master, master, this next one. It is number one thousand. Your one thousand joke. We found it, Master, on this paper. It's a milestone, Master. It's a milestone. Okay, Igor, I get it. It's a milestone. Whew. Okay. I, I I can't believe it. We we have been looking all over for this, all over the crypt. And Igor, you found it, you numbskull. And I'm so glad you did. And I'm so glad you're here to be with me to share this 1,000th bad monster joke. Let me limber up here. Me, 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 me. Oh, never mind, never mind. This is too exciting. What is the Phantom of the Opera's favorite martial arts disco song? Everybody was Kung Fug. 
fighting. <laughs> Those cats were fast and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a cold fighting. <laughs> I am the man of a thousand bad monster jokes. <laughs> Thank you, Igor. Thank you, Strange Jason, and everybody else who came. I can't believe it. We found it, and it... it oh, my God. Good gravy. One thousand bad monster jokes. Oh, I need... I need... I need some cookies. <laughs> no, this isn't fair. So, it arrived. The one thousandth bad monster joke from Monster Matt Patterson. Uh. So that's what the universe was trying to warn us about. Huh. You know, I think I need a drink. I gotta get out of this costume. No, let me change that. I do need another drink and some music. DJ, you got any music left? Let's hear it. Yeah. 
As soon as they arrived, the guests departed Gravedigger's Local 16 Union Hall. Some returned to their homes in Lethbridge, others started on their way back to their own podcasts. Seems that Monster Matt sure knows how to clear a room. The party's over. Ah, uh, but the night is still going for us. We have to clean this place up. Ah, uh, really? Can't that wait until tomorrow? Can't. It's the Day of the Dead. Too many skeletons will be running about. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, I think I can do without monsters and ghosts for a while. Uh, I do hope everyone gets home safe tonight. Once again, funny he should mention that. What a night. You said it. Though as midnight came and went, nothing really happened. Kind of disappointing. Still, it was a fun night, and we got to meet a lot of great folks. And some of those costumes. Wow. Speaking of, you made a big hit by dressing as Black Widow. There weren't a lot of Avengers at this party. I kind of stood out. Yeah, you did. Say, doesn't that cabbie look a little familiar to you? I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, he looks a lot like the butler that met us at the door. I had one too many green fairies to be certain of anything. Is he also shimmering with the strange clouds surrounding him? Now that you mention it. And has he sprouted tentacles? That he has. I believe he just devoured the horse. Is that why we stopped? Looks like he's turned his attention this way. I guess the next episode of the Inside Outcast will be delayed. Uh, should we make a run for it? Flip coin? I haven't got a coin to flip. Figures. Well, happy Halloween, sugar butt. Happy Halloween, baby doll. Man, this Halloween sucked. Now, why do you say that? You and I are still alive, and that alone makes it a wonderful, worthwhile night. And you got your Halloween legend. 2012 saw the revealing of something more gruesome, more nightmare-inducing, more wretched than any goblin or wraith or undead thing you can find. You lived through the 1,000th Monster Matt Patterson joke with your sanity relatively intact. Now there's a horror story that you can pass along to your grandkids. Uh, I don't believe you. Not yet. I think. But to cheer you up, here, have this full-sized candy bar. Oh, well, thank you, boss. This Halloween has sure given me a lot to think about. Do your thinking as you push that broom a bit while I take care of some remaining business. Well, the party might have ended sooner than expected, but this episode of Six Foot Plus was a great success. I cannot thank those who took time to participate in this episode enough. They deserve a round of applause for their incredible amount of effort and the quality in their contributions. I'd like to thank Evil Dave and Dr. Brandy Sexy Voice of the Inside Outcast, found online at geekplanetonline.com. I'd also like to thank Miguel of Monster Island Resort, online at monsterislandresort.org, for bringing his friends, Beth and Ramey, along to get savagely murdered out in the backwoods. That's always a good time. Big thanks to Nate of the Psychobilly Garden Party, available online at radiobillyfm.com. He's a brother, a mentor, and someone who I must give massive respect to, especially for his gang of friends, Undead Elvis, Sherlock Fox, and Teabag. We had the duo of David and Sarah of the comic High Fructose Zombies as trick-or-treaters. How incredible was that? 
They turned the paradigm on its head, giving out treats instead of taking them. You can find them over at HighFructoseZombies.com. And we cannot forget the king of horror podcasting, the man, the myth, the one and only Tomb Dragomir. <laughs> Tomb motherfucking Dragomir. Go on over to YouTube.com slash Tomb Dragomir. T-O-M-B-D-R-A-G-O-M-I-R. And subscribe. Watch all the episodes of Tomb TV. And a special treat for all you tricksters. A new episode of Rue Morgue Radio. Yeah, a 2012 Halloween edition. RueMorgueRadio.com. Back from the dead for just one night only. A special thanks goes out to Julie of 19 Nocturne Boulevard and Fatal Girl, as well as to Kim Poole, producer of Warped Space and Warped Stories. They provided the party Walla Walla, great word, and can be found over at www.19nocturneboulevard.com. That's the number 1919nocturneboulevard.com. Also, Shout out to the Splattercast. The guys wish they could have made it, but you can't make every party. Find the Splattercast, along with many more podcasts, over at deadlantern.com. And of course, thank you to Monster Matt Patterson, Dr. Gangrene, Igor, Atomic Mystery Monster, and Weird John, my fellows at Gravediggers Local 16 and Six Foot Plus. Finally, and most of all, thank you, listener. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. As always, keep reading Gravediggers Local 16. Listen to all the episodes of Six Foot Plus. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And if you find us on any other social networking site out there, like, follow, stock, whatever. I'm Strange Jason. On behalf of the GDL 16 intern and myself, I wish every one of you a happy Halloween. time yeah we do one more song music music